consistent? Have you been sticking to your program? Have you been working on your weaknesses? Have you been working on your mobility? All of those types of things. If the answer is no, then your mental block isn't necessarily a mental block. It's actually a physical block and it's justified. Okay, you just haven't put the work in. Just because you want it doesn't mean that you get it. Doesn't mean that you do Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. How to break through mental blocks with your lifting and training. So everybody at some point in their journey, in their training career, you're going to experience a mental block. And this is extremely common when it comes to weightlifting with your snatches and things like your cleans, your clean and jerks. In weightlifting, a mental element is critical and you have to balance quite a few things to get that sweet spot, that optimal amount of optimal amount of focus, confidence, aggression, but also positivity, flow, and also being able to manage your recovery. And you need to be able to hit all of those kind of simultaneously in order to hit a PR weight or a weight that you've never hit before. And so, first of all, let's kind of dive into why you get a mental block. I believe that mental blocks largely come from sometimes a place of imposter syndrome, where you might not think that you're actually capable or don't think that you deserve to hit that certain weight. Now, you've said you want to hit the weight, but you don't truly, deep down inside, think you deserve it. And so these feelings generally come from like other areas in your life, such as if you were pressured to do well at school, maybe you were compared to your siblings, maybe you were criticized for making mistakes, and that all kind of puts this fear of failure into your mind, which ends up actually causing the mental block, which inevitably causes you to essentially fail by not being able to hit that weight. Or maybe you've got that personality trait of being a perfectionist. Now, lucky you, your childhood trauma is carried over into your adult training, which is actually meant to be fun, and it's causing you a bit of distress. Or maybe you've just plateaued at a weight and you've created this mental block for yourself and created this story to yourself about this particular weight. Regardless, your old good friend, your mind, is fucking with you again and you want to fix it. So the first point of call when I'm working with an athlete that has, or even myself actually, um, who's experiencing a mental block is to ask the question, do you deserve to be hitting that weight? Do you deserve to achieve what you're trying to achieve? The answer to that question comes down to just the cold, hard truth of whether or not you've put the work in. Have you been consistent? Have you been sticking to your program? Have you been working on your weaknesses? Have you been working on your mobility? All of those types of things. If the answer is no, then your mental block isn't necessarily a mental block. It's actually a physical block and it's justified. Okay, You just haven't put the work in. Just because you want it doesn't mean that you get it, doesn't mean that you deserve it. Like I would love a 60-foot yacht, a beach house, a new Audi to fly first class around the world. Do I have it? No. Do 
Do I deserve it? No, because I haven't done the work to deserve it. So I really like the quote, outwork your self-doubt. And so that really is the first step in the process. But let's say, hypothetically, you have been consistent. You have been working your butt off. You've been working on your weaknesses. And there is just this genuine block. Then here are some tactics that you can use to help work through that. And so let's first of all talk about the training element to help you beat it, which is also going to aid in kind of that earning the right to do it. And so there's a type of training that you can do, which is called threshold training. And so with that, you're going to start at about 90% of your max, and you're going to spend a lot of time hitting loads at 90% or higher. And so I'm talking about multiple singles. So if you think about like a normal training session, when you build to a max, you might only do one, maybe two lifts at 90% or above. And so what threshold training is going to do is you're going to be spending a lot more time at higher percentages, which is going to massively build your confidence. From there, you can then sort of add about two and a half to five percent each week of weight to your bar so that at some point you're going to be surprisingly close to what your current max is. And so like if you're doing five to 10 lifts at 97% or above, the logical part of your brain is just going to kick in and it's going to take over. And then you just won't be able to doubt yourself anymore because you've literally outworked that doubt. The second tactic is more of like a mental one, a performance one, which is finding that flow. Now I spoke about, I spoke about flow recently and how to achieve float state. And if you didn't listen to that, I urge you to go back and have a listen to that um, podcast or that chat um, because it could be a game changer for you. So flow state is the state where your body takes over and you stop thinking as much and you're just doing. Um, Often with inexperienced athletes, when they're trying to hit a weight, um, and I think I talked about this in that session, tend to use like kind of joking around or being jovial maybe as like a coping mechanism or a way of kind of detaching from the outcome but you're you are just setting yourself up for failure if you're not going to be in that moment when you're going for like a weight that you've never hit before you're literally about to do the hardest thing that you've ever done in that particular discipline that you're working on And so your chances of success are extremely low if you aren't in the zone. And so, as I mentioned earlier, to achieve things that you've never done before or heavy weights, you need that perfect balance of like hype, aggression, focus, mental clarity, all bundled into one to hit that like two second lift. And so what you can think about, though, is ways to help kind of induce that state of flow or to create it and to fabricate it. And so lifting in situations where you're lifting in like an EMOM, where you don't really even have time to increase the weight, uh, sorry, to think about what's happening, because the only time that you have is to make the lift, add a couple plates, and then refresh yourself and go again. And so that lack of time takes away all of the thinking or the overthinking at least and as crossfitters your sub max ability so your ability to hit loads like 80 90 percent is actually really really good compared to a traditional olympic weightlifter who they are really commonly they need two to three minutes between sets but as a crossfitter you've got a really really good sub max 
And so that allows you to be able to lift really, really well in that EMOM, get rid of the mental block and just lift and then hit that weight that you might have a mental block with. The next tactic is some witchcraft and wizardry. And that is using weird plates and increments. It is just a weird sensation that sometimes when you don't know what you have on the bar and you have, you're using a bunch of different like weird increments and you're jumping up in like two and four kg jumps or three kgs here and two kgs there and four kgs there that you actually have no idea what's on the bar and that's just going to take away your ability to even know what the weight is so you're removing that mental block same thing goes if you have someone loading weights onto the bar for you and you're not actually lifting and so this is not always possible but it can happen when you're like lifting with someone else um, and you just don't know what's on the bar it's just loaded on and you just work like a robot and you just lift you don't ask questions you just do and so that can be another tactic which can help you break through the mental um that mental barrier <clears throat> another tactic that i've used before is um going into things like complexes or like sets. Um, sometimes the only way to get past a mental block is to actually stop trying. And so this is the one of the few times when I will actually encourage people, if they've tried some other tactics, to actually take a break from trying for a little bit. And just to forget about the weight and to just start focusing on something else. And spend a significant time, like sort of, three to six weeks not doing singles at all not trying to hit a weight but doing like weird variations or complexes like uh, for example a snatch you might do like a snatch deadlift plus a hang snatch plus a snatch from the ground plus an overhead squat or something like that um, or you could be doing stuff from like the blocks or hangs or doubles and triples all of that stuff just time to take your mind away from hitting that heavy single that's going to give you and a lot of time, like just building strength, getting in positions, and then one day, like completely, once again, randomly, seemingly randomly, you will probably try to hit a heavy load and you'll get it. And that's like the, the just the strange thing about the brain is sometimes it can be actually what's holding you back. If there is a particular part of the lift which is holding you back, you can then out-train your fear or your weakness by focusing on the particular element that is holding you back. And you can do this by using what I call confidence exercises. So for example, if it snatches and, it, it, and your weakness is actually your ability to come underneath the bar, then doing a bunch of exercises like snatch balances or spending more time building strength um, in the bottom of an overhead squat and doing things with like pauses in the bottom of the overhead squat um, so that you're just building that confidence to support that weight overhead is going to be an awesome way for you to once again out train your fear or out train your weakness and to build that confidence same thing goes like maybe it's the pull and you're clean so you could be doing heavy pulls to strengthen your pull or um deficit deadlifts that type of stuff so outworking your self-doubt and the final thing that you can do in this whole process is give yourself permission to succeed if you're doing the work then you deserve to succeed 
And that's something that I think is often forgotten by athletes uh, in the in the journey is you deserve to succeed if you've been doing this work. If you've been turning up to the gym regularly, if you've been doing your recovery, if you've been focusing on your mindset, um, all of those little things, all those 1% little incremental things that you're putting the effort in for, you're doing, you're doing it. And so you need to change that conversation that happens in your head to, I deserve to succeed. I deserve to hit this weight. I've earned the right. This weight isn't special. And that there in itself is going to be helpful in removing that mental barrier that you might be experiencing. And so one or a combination of those techniques put into practice, I guarantee will get you a PR with that particular thing in the near future. And just remember, outwork your self-doubt and give yourself permission to succeed.